Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thank you for tuning in today. In this episode, we're going to talk about self-doubt, self-protection, and self-confidence. So I found myself the other day wondering, is something a superpower if it's only if it's something good? Because you guys, I have a superpower. I can take any unassuming, inconspicuous, seemingly simple concept and make it super complicated. I know, it's impressive. Uh, And I can apply this to almost anything. Most recently, it reared its ugly head while I was doing some branding work, you know, like logos, websites, and such. And at one point, I was like, look, you, you are banned, Jessica. You are banned from Canva. I had done the same logo and had it saved probably in about eight different color schemes, um, just overcomplicating the process. And this has been a long-standing pattern for me. I remember as a kid, I was home one summer from college or maybe I was in high school. I don't remember. Maybe it was high school actually. And I was told to go out and cut some lettuce from the garden for dinner that night. And for any city folk listening who may not know how lettuce in the garden works, um, green leaf lettuce grows and you merely cut the tops off and then it continues to grow throughout the growing season. So you might think, okay, Jessica went out and cut a few heads of lettuce and brought them inside, cleaned them up, put them in a bowl. No, that is not what happened. I went out and cut all the lettuce. I cut it all. Every head of lettuce in the garden. So there are probably two or three rows of lettuce. I cut it all. And I didn't stop there. I cleaned it. Of course, I got all all of it was watered and cleaned. And then I laid out paper towels across a couple of picnic tables outside and then carefully arranged the lettuce on said paper towels to dry that afternoon. And then um, my grandma happened to be stopping by my parents' house and she looked at my day's work and shook her head and said, only you, Jesse, only you. Except I know it's not just me. I know there are others out there who just like me get in their way and, and totally complicate the process of getting to whatever their end goal is. So we're gonna break this down and get free together. Because here's what happens. If I'm doing something for which I have no frame of reference, it's new to me. So my brain has no schema for it. I've never done it before. My brain goes to work complicating the heck out of it. Because, here's the catch, then I can prove the point that I don't know what I'm doing. So let's. So our brains are hilarious. Like, let's look at this. So if I think I don't know what I'm doing, I feel doubt, and then I freak out, I spin and st- my mentally spin, and then I take all kinds of actions, way more actions than necessary usually. I start, stop, I try one thing halfway, then start another, do a bunch of frenzied work, second guess myself, I don't slow down and take the time to actually learn or understand the new concept, and I thoroughly complicate the process. And the result that I create is a complicated mess that proves the point that I don't know what I'm doing. Remember that our thoughts create our results. So what in the actual world, you guys? Um, So I found myself, at first when I do this, I kind of get up, beat up on myself a little bit and think like, why do you do this? You you do this all the time, overcomplicate everything, make things super difficult. But here's the thing. I could judge myself, get frustrated, maybe even give up, or I can get curious See, our minds love familiarity. Familiar is safe. So when something new, different, unfamiliar, 
unknown is presented to us, the brain sets off alarms. Warning, warning, uncharted territory ahead, proceed with caution or don't proceed at all. And then comes the self-doubt, right? Something new, something unfamiliar, then the brain goes to doubt. I can't do this. It's too much. I shouldn't even try or insert whatever your self-doubt sounds like. But really that self-doubt is just self-protection, right? And when I think about self-doubt, then I get kind of frustrated with myself. Like, why are you second guessing yourself? Like, you know, you can do things. But when I think about how self-doubt is just self-protection, then I can see it from a different perspective. Then it helps us open up with compassion rather than resistance. So we can acknowledge that the brain is just going into survival mode. The brain is doing its thing to keep us alive. It's doing what it thinks it needs to do to protect us. But we can remember these are just feelings. Feelings aren't facts. They're data, not directives. And then we can just allow the feeling. We can allow the feeling. I'm repeating that because so often we resist or we avoid rather than just allowing the feeling. And when we allow a feeling, that's how we can step into self-confidence because self-confidence comes from a willingness to feel any emotion. We are self-confident when there is no emotion we are not willing to feel. We don't have to protect ourselves from a vibration in our body. In the past, self-protection may have quite literally served a function of safety. Evolutionarily speaking, at one point we needed to fit in and be accepted by others because our survival depended on it. That is no longer the case. Now we spend our time trying to protect ourselves from a feeling, an uncomfortable emotion, which ends up complicating things and taking the long way around. So once we step into self-confidence, we can approach the unfamiliar and the unknown with a completely different mindset. When we know that the worst thing that can happen is an emotion, which is just a vibration in our body, we can empower ourselves to take action. So when presented with a new opportunity or a task you've never done, rather than thinking, I don't know what I'm doing, and we go into doubt and panic, we might think, I'm going to learn something new. I wonder where this is going to lead. I'll either get it done or I'll learn how not to do it. There is nothing I can't figure out. Because when we experience self-confidence, we're not worried about the what ifs. What if I get it wrong? What if I can't do it? Because if those things happen, there will be a feeling in the body and that's okay because we're willing to feel any emotion, humiliation, rejection, failure. Yes, yes, and yes. Self-confidence also comes from the ability to trust ourselves, and we build self-trust by doing what we say we're going to do. And this is different from writing 638 things on your to-do list and hoping you'll get it done at some point. This is also different from your current self making promises for your future self that you know she isn't going to do. And all of you with rotting produce in your fridge know what I'm talking about. Our current self goes to the store, we buy all the kale and broccoli for our future selves to eat, but our future self ends up throwing it out with the weekly trash. Self-trust comes from lovingly and realistically setting goals from our highest self and then following through. Dr. LaPera calls it keeping little promises to ourselves. I love that idea because that's how we develop self-trust. We make little promises with ourselves and keep them. And that's really what goals are. Goals are little promises. We set a goal, we keep it. We make a little promise, we keep it. When we have a lot of broken promises, this leaves room for self-doubt, which is the opposite of self-confidence, right? We all want to be able to count on ourselves. When we say we're going to do something, 
we know we're going to do it. This can also be really healing. Maybe we've had experiences of letdown in the past. Maybe we've had broken promises from loved ones. You know, parents promising to make it to our Little League game and not showing up. A spouse promising till death do us part and then asking for divorce. Those experiences may result in a loss of trust. But here's the good news. You can develop the trust for yourself. Remember, it's all about me. I can create the experience I want to have. And trust is about creating a sense of safety. And often we look for others to make us feel safe. But again, safety, like trust and confidence, is a feeling. And we know that feelings come from a thought, not from other people or external situations, events, or circumstances. And again, this is good news. We can create our own sense of safety by developing self-trust. When we say we're going to do something, there's no doubt. It will get done. It will happen. And when that comes, self-confidence comes as well. And while we can't control whether or not someone else lets us down, we can 100% control whether or not we let ourselves down. We develop self-trust and confidence by consistently doing what we say we're going to do. Now, this doesn't mean doing it perfectly. We can get jammed up real fast when the focus is perfection. When we doubt our ability and we start down that spiral of negative thinking and avoidance, this is what gets in the way of doing what we said we could do or what we said we would do. We have to be vigilant in managing our minds. Our brains, again, are programmed to see what could go wrong. So that's what they look for. Find the negative thought, then feel the negative emotion, then don't follow through. Danger, danger, remember? So we have to tune in and pay attention to the thoughts that are coming up, especially when we're setting out a goal or we make a promise to ourselves. If fear of failure or fear of disappointment comes up, that's okay. Again, nothing's gone wrong here. Just allow yourself to imagine your life if you were willing to feel failure, if you were willing to feel disappointment. Trust yourself to handle any emotion, including failure and disappointment. And then also start thinking on purpose. Try on some thoughts that create self-confidence. Here are just a few. You can come up with your own as well. Um, But think of something like, I was made for this. Fear is no big deal. I am capable. I have my own back. Failure earns success. Worry only pretends to be necessary. And then allow yourself to feel what comes up when you think these thoughts. Do you feel empowered, prepared, determined, confident? With a mindset rooted in self-confidence, the whole world opens up to us. We can set down old stories about why we can't or don't deserve to succeed, have satisfying relationships, find happiness, and so on. So go for it. I would love to hear from you all as you take action to build self-trust and self-confidence. Leave a comment on the little promises you're making and keeping to yourself or the new thoughts that you're trying on to feel confident or which emotion you are willing to feel to achieve that self-confidence. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.